Father, as we hear this kingdom word today, we combine our faith with this word. Our ability to believe has increased. That which you have promised is released into our lives. We will never come up short. We have faith in your word. No good thing shall be withheld from us. So uh, Psalms 102 verse 13. Psalms 102 verse 13. Psalms 102 uh, verse 13. Verse 13 reads this way. You will arise and have mercy on Zion, which is Jerusalem, for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. Spirit of the living God, thank you for all that you are. Thank you for the time that's not on the way, but the time that has come. We thank you for the word of the Lord that gives us the ability to navigate through this life in a kingdom way. Father, we thank you for the perspective of the kingdom. That means there's no deficits. God, there's no emptiness. Father, there is no shadow of turning and your will towards your people in this earth. So, Father, as I open myself up as a mouthpiece and eyes so that your people will see and hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to his church, I give you the glory and honor in advance for a great outcome of a great message that's only what heaven would echo in the earth. In the name of Jesus, our King, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. So you can take your seats. Uh, I know we'll be celebrating uh, more uh, part of CDC uh, guidelines uh, for this size building is a, a capacity of 360. Uh, we let a few people in, and I'm not saying that we're going to go uh, to that extreme because we're not until we know that it's safe, but uh, that capacity is 360 uh, people, so we're, we're working on uh, making sure we're with CDC. I think the governor here in Birmingham is supposed to change some things April 9th. Uh, so when they change, but we will continue even when they have re uh, lifted restrictions, uh, we'll possibly still be wearing a mask for a while if we're not speaking uh, to make sure everyone stays safe because I, I don't enjoy funerals at all, at all. So I'm going to keep you around and if your obedience works, uh, you'll be around for a while. Uh, many are taking the vaccine. I've had my first dose. Lady Davis has had her first dose. So uh, we'll have our next one uh, in next month. Uh, and I think we've, we're feeling pretty good, aren't we, Lady Davis? I think we're feeling pretty good. So those of us who, who think that somebody's using us for guinea pig, uh, I'm guinea in. Because <laughs> I don't plan to be a part of statistics, so I'm in. Uh, let, me, let me take you to the, the Amplified Bible uh, on Psalms 102, verse 13. I'm going to take you to the Amplified Bible, and I'm going to read that to the, out of the Amplified Bible. Uh, my message today, underneath uh, the title, It's Your Time, this is the set time, the set time, the set time. So Psalms 102, verse uh, 13, out of the Amplified Bible. And you will arise and have compassion on Zion, for it is time to be gracious and show favor to her. Yes, the appointed time, the moment designated has come. 
The moment designated has come. The moment designated has come. Let me walk you through a few things, and then I'm going to go to 2 Corinthians. Uh, in the body of Christ, we wandered around for many, many years without eyes and really without ears because uh, much of what I've seen with the structure of the church, and I am uh, by gifting, I am an apostle, and apostles are what brings us back into alignment with the will of God. So the aggressiveness to structure is a because that's part of my DNA. A lot of people ask me, have I been in the military? No, I wasn't in the, not in the, the, the military of the United States of America but, America, but I am in the army of the Lord. So there's, I think in a structured way, I think in an orderly way, I think regimentedly, that's how I think. So in the body of Christ, a lot of things have been really off and, and pretty bad off. And a lot of giftings have been uh, facilitating the direction of the church and they don't have eyes. A lot of uh, giftings have been facilitating the church and they don't have ears. So how are you going to facilitate the church? You don't have eyes and you don't have ears. The Bible says the blind leads the blind. They're all going to be in a ditch. So if blind people lead the body of Christ, the body of Christ is going to be in a bad way. So let's go to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. And you can't lead God's people in fear. In a pandemic, you can't lead God's people in fear. It takes faith to lead God's people in times like what we're in. I can't run and hide. I'm a leader. <laughs> I got to be the first one to touch the place to see if it's hot. And then say, y'all, come on. It's going to be all right. That's for those who follow good leadership. Second Corinthians chapter six, verse two. Second Corinthians chapter six, verse two. For he says, in an acceptable time, I have heard you. And in the day of salvation, I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Powerful verse of scripture. When I read scripture, there is something that jumps out, out at me, a certain word that jumps out at me. So accepted time, accepted jumped out to me. So I said, let me go find out what accepted means. Accepted is approved or right. So this time is approved and right. This time is approved and right. Um, in, in Jeremiah, Jeremiah had to rebuke uh, some of the, the prophets because they were saying it was time and it wasn't time. They were prophesying things to the people that, that were wrong in order to take advantage of people. Uh, so Jeremiah rebuked them. And Jeremiah was one of the major prophets that, that spoke concerning God's people, but none of what he spoke was manifested in his life while he was alive. None of what he spoke didn't mean it wasn't from God. It just meant it wasn't the set time. So you have to have someone who's bold enough to say it's coming, hoping that you will prepare for that time. Uh, I, I, because my schedule is getting a little bit more and more busy, so I have to really schedule a lot, whole lot more or I'm going to miss some of the things I said I would do. So my scheduling is based on the fact I want to make sure I'm, I am in that meeting. I am on that call uh, because that, it's important to me. But it takes me 
uh, scheduling better and creating appointments so I will be prepared because I want to give my full attention to those 30 minutes, hours, whatever it is. I want to give my full attention because I don't want to miss that. So there's an appointment that takes place. So this set time is an appointed time that has been approved. So I send in or they send me uh, my schedule and then I can say uh, decline or accept. So I'll go over and I'll tap on accept. So now it's on my schedule. Now it's an appointed time. Bo, I haven't forgotten about you. I did call you, but you didn't answer. So I'm gonna call you again. So you better answer next time I call you. So, so it's, now, it's now approved and it's the right time. So the things that God does, it's, it's on a time schedule and it's not your time schedule. Is his time schedule because when he said it, he had to press uh, accept. So now he's accepted a certain time, a time of favor, a set time that he's going to move on behalf of his people. So it doesn't matter all the stuff that you've gone through. That doesn't change his time. Maybe you got frustrated because you weren't listening to the preacher that says, let's get ready. You know, Bishop Jake's, oh, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. And then Apostle Long came and said, watch this, watch this, watch this. Now, there's so many things that my pastor said that I will physically see. There's so many things he said that I will physically see. God said, I will do nothing unless first I reveal it to my servant, the prophet. So I'm going to tell my prophet, even if it's not in the time that people will receive it, I'm going to tell him. That's why it takes boldness to say what people haven't seen. It doesn't take boldness when once people to say it, then you make an announcement that is there. It takes boldness to say it and they can't see it. So they, in, in, the, in the Old Testament, they stoned prophets because they said something that people didn't see. Not knowing that God had a timeline that was different than the people's timeline. And that's what you have to understand about the things of God. That God has a timeline or an appointment or a schedule or a set time that's different than yours. Just because you're impatient doesn't mean that God is not patient. You're impatient because you don't have faith. Because faith worketh patience. Anytime your patience starts going, it means your faith has already gotten out of the car. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Because I'm going to connect Daniel and I'm going to connect Jeremiah together. So let's go to the book of Daniel chapter 9. The book of Daniel chapter 9. Then I'm going to tie all this stuff together. Oh, good stuff, good stuff. So if you're, if you're still, you know, going to sleep when I'm speaking and you're still acting like, oh, he ain't saying anything, you're not going to be ready. You're going to have a time slot in an appointment that you're not going to show up for mentally. So if your direct deposit goes into your account and you'll sleep. And your house becomes open for you to take possession of it, but you're asleep. And the promotion comes and you don't show up for work that day because you're asleep. 
And you thought they were calling you into the office to, to, to reprimand you and they called you to promote you. So you got with the boys and you let the boys talk you out of going to the meeting. That's most of y'all's problem. You're talking to the wrong folks. Daniel chapter 9, verse 17. Daniel chapter 9, verse 17. Daniel chapter 9, verse 17. Now therefore, O Lord, Daniel's praying, hear the prayer of your servant and his supplications. And for the Lord's sake, cause your face to shine on your sanctuary, which is desolate. Cause your face to shine on your sanctuary which is desolate desolate jumped out to me I said I gotta find out what does desolate mean now I know what a desolate land is I know what that means but I gotta go do some research so when I went to do my research desolate abandoned devoid of inhabitants or visitors desolate abandoned Devoid of inhabitants and visitors. So it says the sanctuary is abandoned, devoid of inhabitants and visitors. Sounds like COVID-19. See, they, they said that God wasn't going to do anything with the church building anymore. That's not the truth. So during COVID-19, the church building, God's sanctuary that needed to be shined on became abandoned, devoid of inhabitants and visitors. There was a moment when this started, uh, we could only have, what, 25 people? 10, 10 people. So what we would have to do is, is that the musicians and the singers would come out and sing. Myself and Lady Davis had to stand outside because if we came inside, it would have been more than 10. So we would stand outside in the hallway with the door closed. And then after the singers were done, they would walk into another room outside of this room and then we would come in. So everything was desolate. Everything you were seeing was online. There was no people in here other than the ones who were performing the service. So it was abandoned. The sanctuary was abandoned. In moments like these, God started thinking, I got an appointment. See, what, what, you, what you don't understand, in, in your worst day, God still has an appointment. You just forgot it was on your schedule. Stay with me here. Stay with me here. Just stay with me here. So, God has it on his time schedule. Can I give you some scripture on that? So Abram, I'm going to bless you. But understand this, that your people are going to suffer for 430 years. Now I'm talking to you before they start suffering. They're going to suffer for 430 years. But after that, they will come out with great substance, which means they're going to come out rich. He said, there's an appointed time I'm telling you before they go into bondage, before they start suffering, I'm telling you they're going to go through for 430 years. But I have a set time 
that after 430 years, they're going to come out and they're going to be paid for all those years of suffering that they've gone through. For all those years, they were picking at them and picking at their children and talking about, you know, you, now you got to make brick without straw. Just when it seems the most difficult, it's, you know, it, it is to sign that the set time is there. It was just when they were starting to make brick without straw that their set moment, their appointed time was right there at the threshold. Their deliverer was already in town with them. At that time, the set time, it's when you see people like me that your appointment is near. Somebody's got to talk like I talk, say it like I said, because you won't meet your appointment if I don't wake you up. Stay with me. Stay with me. So this, this, this set time, and Daniel was praying. He said, now, this God, this is long enough. They opened up Walmart. It never closed. They opened up the bars. They opened up the restaurants. They've opened up everything. They opened up the schools. I said, God, what about us? You're not going to leave us desolate, are you? So people like me. <laughs> and who have an excellent spirit that's what Daniel had had an excellent spirit who are willing to say what the Jeremiah said see your problem is you won't echo me that's why you can't have what I'm promising you it's when Daniel started echoing what Jeremiah said see we we they they were on the same page you weren't getting a different message from them so Daniel started to quote Jeremiah Jeremiah said it was coming, so you need to get prepared. Daniel said it's here. Right now. Both were prophets, which means both were in tune with God. No matter what your job is, you have to stay in tune with God. They were both in tune with God. They both heard the same message with God. But the church here, they couldn't worship in that day. The temple was empty. So they're trying to figure out, are we just going to be online church? You think God's going to fill your house and not fill his house? Have you lost your mind? You think God's going to bless your house, bless your business and not bless his house? Have you, have you lost it all together? If God blesses your house, you ought to look to his house and say, well, if you bless in my house in a pandemic, I can't imagine what you're going to do in your own house. See, you were always inhabiting your house. But it was God's house that was uninhabited and visitors couldn't come to it. So God said, this is what I'm going to do. He says, I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up in a way that when people thought they can do well without my house. See, that's your problem. You think you can keep thriving without his house. You have that same problem that they had in Haggai where they built themselves houses of cedar and let the house of God lie waste. 
And it says it was like they had holes in their pocket. No matter how much they put in their pocket, it ran down their legs. So you, you, you're thinking that God is going to leave his house empty. You're listening to the wrong scholars. There is no way. That God is going to eradicate COVID-19 out there and then leave us with an empty sanctuary. Says, here it is. Daniel said this. This is what I want. I want you to, I want you to shine on your sanctuary. There's a condition in your sanctuary, and your people are not believing in your sanctuary. So I need you to shine on your sanctuary. Because they can't keep that raise if you don't shine on your sanctuary. Their business will cannot continue to prosper if you don't shine on your sanctuary. Because this is where they get it in your sanctuary. And if they don't get it in your sanctuary when they get out there they're gonna misuse whatever you give them when they get outside <laughs> yeah so if you want if you want your stuff to continue to thrive you just better let God shine on his sanctuary again See, some of y'all know now, some of y'all know it's not your intelligence because you weren't intelligent enough. Some of y'all understand it's not that you were intellectual enough in order to get things done. You knew it was what you heard that stimulated what was on the inside of you and you stepped up in there like you knew that God was with you and because you knew God was with you, you expected there to be a breakthrough in your life. So what, what, what the sanctuary has to do with, Zion, Jerusalem have to do with, it has to do with God's people. So God says, now I am fishing to show some favor towards my house and my people. Who people are you? You may be a little bit crippled, but who people are you? You may be half drunk, but who people are you? You may be in somebody else's bed, but who people are you? You may have some hangups, but whose people are you? Who do you claim as your Lord and your Savior and your King? He said, I am about to show favor towards her. I am about to show favor. I have a set time that I'm going to show up in my people's lives because they are part of my sanctuary. See, that's what you don't understand. It's not the administrative side of me that's talking now. It's the prophetic side of me that's talking now. And God said that it is your set time. He didn't ask your bank account. He didn't ask the sonogram. He didn't ask the mental institution. He said it is your time. And it's set. Your problem is, is you want too many people's opinion and they don't have God's perspective. And you think they can stop what God has ordained. No man can stop what God has ordained. I 
I wouldn't even sweat it anymore. I wouldn't have another discussion with my spouse or my girlfriend or boyfriend. They can't stop your set time. When it's set, when it's on God's schedule, there's no way their hands are not big enough. They're not tall enough to reach it, to erase what's on God's calendar. In fact, they're crazy if they try to erase what God has written. discussion about what God has already approved. There is no discussion. If God said it, that settles it and your agreement is an amen. excuse me if I don't ask you what you think about it. It's not that I'm arrogant. It's that I've already heard from the Lord. And I'm not going to ask you what you think about it. Because sometimes your thinking is not right. And I can't ask you what you think because you don't think like him. Because so many people tell you to wait and God said, get on your mark. Get set. And they say, wait. No, no, we're not waiting. We're on the mark. In fact, we've already taken off. We're not waiting. you're trying to figure out if it's safe to move don't you know that it's glorious to win and you can't win if you're the last one that leaves the line we've been playing catch up we've been playing catch up we criticize people who are doing well because they have a structure there that causes them to thrive and we've been criticizing them because we have not been listening to our seer and our ear so we find ourselves behind but today we accelerate that's what apostolic ministry does it accelerates you let me give you these three points There's some places I don't ever plan to find myself in. I've done my time with financial crisis. I'm not going back there no more. You understand what I'm saying? I know what it was to believe for food. I am not going there anymore. So I've already done my time and I'm not going to let you take me back. When your time comes, don't let people set you back into something you got plenty of experience in. I don't care if it's just you standing there. You stand there and you said it's my time. 
Ah, whenever you stand there and say it's my time, it's like summer. The Lord is present. He's standing right there with you. God just needs somebody to stand flat-footed and say it's my set time and there's no devil, there's no family uh, curse that can stop my time when my time comes. It's my time. It's not about the color of my skin, whether I'm a male or a female. It's not about the, the, the plot of land that I'm on or the denomination I'm a part of. It's my time. Number one, number one. Your long-term condition can't cancel your set time. Your long-term condition cannot cancel your set time. Your long term, it was a long time, 430 years. Those people were in bondage. But when that time came, <laughs> Pharaoh and all of his anger and rage couldn't stop it. With all of his power and his royal throne and chariots and horses couldn't stop it. When it's your time, I don't care if you're facing an army. When it's your time, you cannot be stopped. They were in Babylon for 70 years. God also told them, at the end of 70 years, you have a set time. You're coming out. See, some of you have, have conditioned your mind where you're going to be there the whole time. You're not there now. You're just rehearsing old stuff with your mind. You can create a bad place because you can't get rid of the memories of an old place. Whenever you're sitting around, especially in an arena like this, and you say, here we go again. No, we ain't going again. You go again, but we're not going again. We're not going around that mountain. We spent 40 years walking around in wilderness. Enough is enough. It's God's time. So we tend, we tend to believe that God is going to leave us in desolation but if God leaves us in desolation that is going to be a mark on God's name and God's not going to let his name be tarnished so he's going to get you out so that they know that he is with you I know you don't deserve to come out he's going to get you out anyway I know you don't deserve to be delivered. He's going to deliver you anyway. I know you forgot about him during the pandemic, but it's okay. He didn't forget about you when you forgot about him. This, this moment, appointed moment cannot be cancel be careful who you're watching when David's time came and he was dancing into the city Mikhail his wife looking out of the window and then she found her heart being tainted against him who was celebrating 
the arrival of the Ark of the Covenant, God is with us. So we're dancing. Be careful when people get offended while you're celebrating not them, but the God that you serve. I can't promise you that everybody would watch from inside. But I can promise you everybody will see this set time. There will be those who are in there celebrating. And there will be those like Mikhail who are watching from the window. Why did she watch from the, from the window? She got offended while he was setting the stage of a better day for the people. She got offended. Not at what he was, how he unrobed himself, but more because he was undignified. Well, I think you ought to do it like this. And I think you ought to do it like this. I think you ought to be quiet until God speaks to you. That's your problem. You thought so much, you can't even get a financial breakthrough. Because when you let your mind go, God can come in. When you get your thoughts out of the way, every thought. Cast down imagination. When I come in here sometimes, what is that? Grab it. Throw it down. That don't deserve to be on this property. Shh. Throw it down. That don't deserve to be in God's sanctuary. I'm suffering. No, you're among the saints now. And if you're among the saints now, your suffering has come to a close. I'm going through. I had a hard night. This is the day we've been made endure for a night. Joy comes in the morning. You woke up this morning. You ought to woke up dancing this morning. troubles the chaos of my life can stop my set time so I believe more in my set time than I believed in the existence of my oppressor <laughs> your time's almost up your time's almost up you just don't know it I got the memo you didn't because God wasn't going to talk to that tarnished heart so he told me while you were trying to stop me, he told me it's just a couple of more moments. See, you, you got to learn how to keep walking and let, let, let water off of a duck's back float off of you like you don't even look like you've been through anything. You just keep on talking. You keep on acting like you're acting and I'm going to keep on walking in my destiny. I have nothing to prove to you by speaking to you. I'm going to show you. Watch this. Watch this next thing. Watch the way I shift this staff around. Watch the way I shift this leadership climbing around. Watch how it's going to look when you roll up on the campus. Watch how it's going to feel when you come through the door. You ain't going to have those old nasty folks at the door. Not at this season. They're going to welcome you like your royalty. And if they can't treat you like your royalty, they can't stand at the front doors. Nobody's doing us a favor to come in here. We want your presence with your blessed self. We want you to come up in here when this thing lifts. We're excited. We had so much joy when we saw you pulling on the parking lot. We just said, come on in because we're excited because you're joining up royalty with royalty. Blessing with blessing. 
blessed with blessed. Anybody that tries to size you up at the door, get a message to administration as soon as you can. Because when it's your time, God starts drawing people from the north, south, east, and west. We ain't trying to size you up, God. We can't tell how much money you have by the clothes you got on. Number two, number two, number two, number two, number two. See, see, you don't sit there and ask where I'm going now. You stay a step behind me. All you got to do is stay a step behind me. I move, you move. I move, you move. As soon as you spend seconds trying to figure out things that I am not sure of, all I know is what God said, and I'm moving with what he said. So while you're sitting there trying to figure it out and have a conference meeting about where I'm going, you're blinding yourself, so just keep on walking. Number two, number two. God is extending favor towards you because it's your set time. God is extending favor towards you because it is your set time. God is, so the favor that wasn't on you before your set time is coming on you now. Let me, can I help you with this favor thing? You, you want more money. I want more favor. See, if I chase money, money becomes my God. If I allow favor to come on me, I ain't got to worry about having two gods. Because he said, have no other God before me. So the only God I'm chasing is the one that's putting favor on my life. Now, I, we, were taking, we were taking a little break. Ernest, we were just taking a break last week. We were just taking a break. And I'm thinking, we're taking a break. We were enjoying our break. And then I find myself sitting in front of a billionaire while I'm taking a break. Because favor put me in that meeting. That's what favor does. Did I have plans to go to that meeting when I left Birmingham? Absolutely not. But favor on my life, and it's my time, and I've been telling y'all it's my time, so I got a chance to be there with a billionaire because it's my time. You be a, you, you're going to be surprised when you really embrace it's your time what settings you're going to be in. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Now, ain't no need to getting jealous. You only get jealous when you don't know it's your time. Who is it that you're supposed to be sitting with and somebody that you do not need to be with is taking up their space? When you know it's your time, you start shifting the seats around. Some people never should have been that close to you. Well, they didn't have nothing to do. Wonder why. You never pick up people off the side of the road and expect them to be faithful. The worst thing the church has done is tried to keep the people by giving them a position. And the reason we got so many people wearing priest robes but living a hellacious lifestyle is because we tried to keep them, so we dressed them. All right. Excuse me, excuse me. 
God is extending favor towards you because it's your set time because you have an appointment stumbling over into stuff your mistakes are going to be successful <laughs> your Now somebody better get a revelation. I, I, I had a lot of mistakes, so you're about to have a whole lot of success. Your mistakes are about to be profitable. Your mistakes are about to produce for you. Your mistakes are about to bring wealth in your heart. More, your mistake is about to get you into some arena that you would not be in if you wouldn't have made the dial the wrong number. Some of y'all, I feel this down in my belly. I feel this down in my belly. Some of y'all phones are about to dial some person and you're going to say, well, I, I didn't, this is the wrong number. I meant to call so-and-so. And then that person said, well, hold up. Don't get off the phone yet. Who were you really looking for? And what, what, who are you? And then you begin to give them some kind of information of who you are. And when you're going into the spiel of who you are, then they're going to on the other side will say, I've been looking for somebody. Where do you live? And then you tell them where you live. And they said, well, the Lord told mean that I was supposed to be a blessing to somebody. I'm telling you when you, it's your time that's some strange stuff that's going to happen. God's going to start moving. I'm a living witness baby. That's some strange stuff's going to start happening. When it happens it's going to move you above all the Joneses that you've been trying to keep up with. The Joneses can't keep up with your favorable moment because your favorable moment is now. Approved and right. Approved and right. It's the right time. Andrew, it's the right time. Church been shut down. Your haters couldn't fight you while you were doing what you were doing. The one who tried to fight you, now you're too high for them to reach you. That's a good time. Those who try to fix things that way can't fix things that way because they don't know the way you're going right now. It's your time. All they know is I feel God pulling me, pulling me, pulling me. God keep on pulling them because it's that time. They can't hate on you because you can't correct them because they ain't been here. Some of them just hated to be corrected. So you can't correct them because they're not here. So they happy and you happy. God is extending favor towards you because it's your time see some some of you thought that you can work all your life and, and never get a break that's what you call it when you when you think that you're going to spend your whole life serving god and never get a break you call it a break i call it favor see god had a set time god god was waiting on you to prove yourself to you i said god was waiting on yourself to prove yourself to you some of y'all didn't know you could be consistent some of y'all didn't know you could be forgiving. Some of y'all didn't know you could be forgiven. Because most of the people who don't forgive don't believe they can be forgiven. Some of y'all didn't really believe that you can be loyal. But now, now, now that God is working his favor on you, because he was watching all the time. Now that he's showing his favor, uh, well, I, I may have missed a couple of Sundays. Is that all? You missed a couple of Sundays? Streaming? 
girl, do you know what God can do with you? And you just missed a couple of Sundays. Well, I missed a whole lot of Sundays. Do you know what God can do with the one time that you're listening today? You may not have heard me in a whole year, but here it is. You tune in today. It's your time, girl. You one of those wild women. Can I hear something from the wild women? See, they don't understand why this wild movement is coming. It's because it's their time. Number three, and I'm done. Number three. What a mighty God we serve. <laughs> you, you, you see, see, every time things start getting rough, that's what I start singing. See, you got to stop singing to your pain and start singing to the awesome God that you serve. It don't matter what happened into your life. You still serve a mighty God. It doesn't matter what's been going on in your life. You still serve a mighty God. Number, number three. Number three. All I have is three. I don't have five. I only have three. The set time was designated long before now. The set time was designated long before now. The set time was in place before you were born. That's why the devil don't know how to stop it. It was in place long before you were born. You're wondering what the fight is about because you're amongst those two-year-olds that the devil knows something's going to happen. When they, sent, when they sent, Pharaoh sent them out to kill all the children two years old. And then he sent them back out again in Jesus' day because he heard that Jesus was coming. He sent them out to kill all the children. The reason things have been going like they've been going because your set time was come. The, your set time, it means that you, it, it's designated. What it means is that you've grown up now. You're not a two-year-old. That's why you got to pull your pants up. Stop acting like a little boy, little girl, getting mad about everything, taking your book bag, taking your ball and bat and your dolls and running home. The set time was designated long before now. I have proof. I have proof. I can prove to you in scripture that you, you think the things that are happening, if, if you're going to be rich, you were already rich. We just had to bring you to the knowledge. Not let me change that. Not rich, wealthy. Because if you're rich, you can lose it. Wealth keeps perpetuating. You were wealthy before now. Healing. You were healed before now. People wonder, how, well, how'd they get healed? They were already healed. They just embraced it. They embraced it now. Now, faith, if you can embrace it now, you can have it now. Let me prove something to you. Ephesians 1 and verse 4. Ephesians 1 and verse 4. Let me tell you something. You know, and, I, and I, I'm pretty bold when I preach. I'm just a believer. I just believe. I don't, I don't believe no plan of the enemy, in, especially in this location, can stop me. I don't believe it. I, I don't, I, I just, I just don't believe that. I don't believe that. 
I believe, uh, especially in this house, I'll hand this ministry off to the next person and take it to the next level. But I don't believe you're going to take me out. I don't believe that. that I, don't, I, don't even see, I don't even see that in the diagram. I'm going to go through some stuff. That's, that's fine. I've already been through a whole lot, but that's fine. But I, I don't, I don't, no. I don't, I don't believe you'll get a chance to vote my successor in. I believe I'll place my successor in. I don't believe that. And I won't be jealous of them because I'm the one that's going to put them in. And all those little guys that want to vote about something, won't you and your wife get a chance to get a good vote in your household? Don't y'all get on the same page? Excuse me. I didn't mean to go that. How in the world are you going to come in here and try to tell me what to do? And y'all can't even. All right. Listen, this, this, this was what, what God had planned was so far in advance. So far in advance that they needed soothsayers to try to figure out what was going on. So they was using witchcraft to try to figure out what's going on. Now, this is the thing with you. You can either use your prophet or you can go to a seer. When you go to a seer, it's because you haven't been listening to your prophet. So I'm going to get you out of witchcraft. Just listen to what I'm preaching. You're going to be fine. You go to that seer, you're going to have some problems you hadn't, didn't have before you went to it. Okay. <laughs> Ephesians 1 verse 4. Just got many of y'all out of witchcraft. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation before the foundation before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blemish before him in love let me let me help some of y'all that got convicted on the holy and without blemish he said in love so should not be wrong with your love wall now let's go back the foundation before the foundation of the world. So you're saying to me, God, that you had already set me in victory before you start speaking the world into existence. He said, before, see, you think he's like your daddy that's, that's, that plans late and everything that surprised. No, it doesn't surprise God. God had already put it in place. He already knew that you would be listening to me. He already knew that I would have said yes, that I'm going to walk this thing out. I'm going to embrace this assignment. He already knew that. So he got a yes from me, and then he got an open heart from you. And all we need to advance the kingdom is someone who will say what heaven is saying, echo it in the earth, and then have recipients who hear the sound just like they did with Daniel. Now, everything that God promised through Jeremiah and Daniel manifested. So God functions way. Nothing is surprised. God, why you let this happen to me? God didn't let it happen to you. He tried to tell you last year, year before last, some stuff going to go on, but you're going to make it. Let me tell you why you're still here. And I'll get ready to close out. Let me tell you why you're still here. Because you didn't see yourself dead. That's why you're still here. 
You're still here because you didn't see yourself in a coffin. You didn't see yourself laying up and dying in the hospital from COVID-19. You saw yourself on the other side because God showed it to you. And if God shows you a day beyond the day of trauma, it's because that day that God has is stronger than the day you're in right now. And I dare you to start celebrating the day that God is showing you than the day that you're in because the day that God shows you has a set time and that set time is right now come on somebody celebrate oh God's got a major plan God planned over your hiccups God planned over your mistakes God planned over your doubt and your unbelief God planned over your sickness. God planned over your financial dilemmas. God already had a plan. And if God had a plan, I take a hold of God's plan. Let go of my plan and say, God, let's do this thing. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is the set time. Come on, celebrate it. Come on, singers. It's a set time, y'all. Okay, I said I'm about to close. We can't be waiting around. It's a set time. We got to be able to bust the move, baby. You can't be slacking. It's a set time. You can't be sitting there in your mind wondering if I am or if I'm not. No, you got to be already determined that it's your time. And when they give the appointment, I'm sitting in the waiting room. I want to know how many of y'all sitting in the waiting room. I'm, I want to know when they call your name. And I'm not talking about death. I'm talking about your appointment with wealth. I'm talking about your appointment with a miracle. I believe today somebody's got an appointment with a miracle. Somebody's got an appointment with a raise. Somebody's got an appointment with a promotion. There's so many promotions over this last week. It's been mind-boggling how God has been advancing his people. You ain't got enough power to stop this. You don't know enough word to stop this. Your Bible is your book that leads you and guides you into truth and righteousness. You don't know enough word to put a strategy together to stop what God is doing. Not now. Somebody celebrate. Uh, I finish when I get ready. It's my time, baby. It's my time. It's my time. It's my time. I ain't asking anybody anything. It's my time. I'm not being rude. It's my time. You got to put it in the atmosphere. You can't be bashful. You got to begin to say it. If you say it, they'll see it. If you say it, they'll see it. If you say it, they will see it. I'm going to hang around about two more minutes. If you say it, they will see it. If you say it, they will see it. I'm going public with my blessing, baby. They talked about me in public, so I'm going public with the blessing. How many of y'all going public with your blessing?
the Lord says, I am opening up the floodgates from the north, south, east, and west. He said, today I set the time and everything that was locked out is now released with kingdom keys and God's people are now receiving. I see on the west side, I see on the east side, I see on the north side, I see on the south side. God is opening up avenues like never before. Somebody better shout because your blessing is coming through one of those gates. See, you don't know your Bible. There was 12 gates in the city, baby. There were 12 gates in the city. I said there were 12 gates in the city. You can't block my blessing. There's too many gates. They can't block your season. It's too many gates. I'm bringing in new security. Not for me, I'm bringing in new security to take care of all the wealth that God is bringing in this season. I ain't gonna have no unemployed person. I'm gonna have somebody up in here strategically knowing cause all the wealthy people. I said all the wealthy people. I said all the wealthy people. I'm gonna say it again, all the wealthy people. Get ready for my new security team. I said, get ready for my new security team. Get ready, Jeff. You ain't gonna be able to hide what God is doing in you and Keisha's life. Get ready. <laughs> God said you would have one of the wealthiest ministries in the region that means you're going to be the wealthiest people in the region open up the floodgate open up the floodgate open up the floodgate call you a show off just say I don't have enough garages to put it in I said they may call you a show off just tell them I don't have enough garages to put them in I don't have enough closets to store it in I don't have enough room in the tent behind the house I don't have enough room so I can't help it it's spilling over into the streets it's spilling over into other neighborhoods it's spilling over into other states it's spilling over into other nations Somebody give God the best praise you can give. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. Refresh Family Church is more than a church. To find out more, visit our website at refreshfamily.church.